Here's Paul. Dallas has fouled the gift. Booker on a three. He got it. Devin Booker gives Phoenix a one-point lead with five from long range. Durant's got 11. Crank goes down. Durant has got a highlight. Tatum drives down and throws it down. Wow. And welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Bits Podcast. Uh, I am finally back. I am finally back for this episode. Sadly, I don't know for how long. Uh, a lot of stuff has come up in my life. Um, so I might have to take a reduced or step down from the producer role for this podcast. Um, I guess a little insight. I got an internship with uh, the Washington Nationals as a broadcast intern. So... We'll see what happens there. We'll put a we'll put like an applause. <laughs> yeah, congrats. But yeah, there might also be other things going on. But yeah, uh, I will have to take a step, to, take a little step back from all the responsibilities I'll be handing off to my uh, my guy right here. Can surely take care of all that, right? Hope so. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> he says it'll be easy. He said it'll be easy. We'll see. I anyway, say, I did not say it would be easy. <laughs> I did not say it would be easy. But it'll be a lot of work, but this it's a fun time. No, I, I definitely I have it. my work cut out for me. Makoto's a great producer, so definitely unfortunate. But uh, all two of us, because it's only really me and James other than you, yeah. in the Sports Pits family, are very <laughs> happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so enough about you. Yeah. Let's let's get right into it. Let's get more into about him, because he has his team to talk about in the news today. Oh, so. yeah. I was like, what are we talking about? Maybe? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're recording this on Friday. I, I'll just Here, take this real go quick. For it. So we're recording this on Friday, uh, March 11th. Last night was probably one of the biggest games of the regular season, mm-hmm. where the Nets go into Philadelphia, play the 76ers, Ben Simmons back in Philadelphia in uh, where do they play Wells Fargo Arena? Where? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they play, yeah. They play Philadelphia. So, Wells Fargo. So Wells Fargo Arena. He's back there for the first time since the infamous just debauchery. Debauchery. You can describe it. Indeed. Um, you know his his little um, fumble, I guess you could call it. Exactly. Uh, since since the playoffs, so he's back in Wells Fargo Center. Fans. Absolutely, give it to him. Of course, he's sitting on the bench. He's not even playing, right? He's wearing a he's wearing a Louis Vuitton sweater. Yep. Um, and fans are just absolutely ripping into him. And he took it surprisingly well. I thought mm-hmm. um, he was kind of just sitting there and didn't really seem to to do much. Um, something funny to note though was during the warmups, um, he got the ball just on the court. He was like walking around and stuff, and then he dunks it, and then the fans start cheering. Obviously, very um, sarcastically, but I think you know they haven't forgotten what he's done. Obviously, and yep. I don't think they ever will. So it's definitely going to be difficult for him to come back and play in Philadelphia. But this could be a—I don't know if it's even going to be an Eastern Conference Finals matchup. I don't even know if we can call it that necessarily because right it now it could possibly with, be. We don't know yet. But my thing is, they might see each other in the first round. Right now, mm. depending on where the Nets come out in the playing tournament, if they come out of the playing tournament, we don't know where they're gonna. They're eight games behind the first seed right now. Yep. Um, we have more more to talk about in the playoffs, but right now we could see this be um, a big, like this could be like a first round or second round. This doesn't even have to be the conference finals necessarily, but this nope. could be a. This is gonna be a huge playoff series, but. Um, another thing that we want to talk about real quick is Jokic right now, MVP. I think he's the MVP. I don't think it's close. 
Okay, um, wait. The nuggets. Before you go into this, I have something to say about the game. Uh, Nets versus uh, uh, Sixers. This is the first time the Nets have been healthy, the full roster-wise healthy, and this is how they performed. So imagine them exactly. in the playoffs. They, That's all I wanted to say before we move on to yes, the Jokic. Yes, we, we, we gave them a solid molly whopping. Uh, fully healthy at, at, at home. Home. At home. So, because Kyrie um, will not be available for every game, so we, you can't expect that. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, so Jokic is the MVP. Yep. I don't think it's close. He's averaging 26 points, 13 boards, mm-hmm. 7.8 assists, so about a little over 7.5. Um, like, what do you think about Jokic right now, what he's doing, and what do you think about the Nuggets? Um, well, the thing about I, I wasn't really going to focus on Jokic more. I'm going to talk more about uh, once I get Jamal Murray. I have Jamal Murray in... I haven't really followed the Nuggets too heavy. I just know... Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Still are still out. Yeah, that's like what I've been focusing on because I know Jokic will perform. We all know he's an MVP uh, candidate regardless, with or without him. So that wasn't really my concern. I was more concerned about, the for, about like, I guess the Nuggets in general as MPJ and Jamal Murray because they're going to need him in the playoffs considering I don't believe this roster can carry them to any sort of finals contention without those players or at least one of them back yeah, absolutely. like with MPJ was last, last uh, season. But Joker easily could win MVP right now. I don't think, I mean, with the way he's performing, it's going to be, I guess, a no-brainer for Vegas. We could see MB come out of nowhere with Harden being there to, you know, be as a pick-and-roll partner. But I think Jokic, with all these big like, think about it. The the race right now is all big men. It's all Top three is big men, yeah. Embiid, Joker, and Giannis. And I think easily uh, Joker, with with his situation in, in you know, in Denver, it's going to be a no-brainer. He's going to be an MVP, so... Mm-hmm. For right now. We'll, we'll yeah. see. No, I'm with you about the Nuggets. I don't think that this roster that they have right now is going to be able to carry them into anything in terms of the playoffs. But when they come back, I'm also still nervous. Jamal Murray hasn't played in a long, long time. year and a half, two years, yeah, probably. It's, it's been a long time for him. I can't remember exactly how long it's been, but it's it's been quite a while. And Michael Porter Jr., is he has only played 153 games in his entire professional career. Yeah. So, I mean, is he even going to have the experience to go... You know, is he going to really be that big of a factor? I think he definitely has the potential to be, but he's so injury prone and he just doesn't have the experience in the league. You know, but he had that experience games. last last playoffs. So when they were in the playoffs last, um, they got swept by the Suns. But he still has that playoff experience. It doesn't matter, even if they lost. It right, doesn't matter. You know, every person, got, even was he even playing in that series? Yes, or was he or still injured? I think the one before that. Before that, that was the bubble run. The bubble run, which. You can counter or not, but but anyway, playoff experience, regardless win or loss, is always good to under you know to get in the flow of playoffs, understanding but the coaching differences. I'm saying in that playoffs. it's not even like playoff experience. He doesn't have experience. Period. He only has 153 games in his belt. He's played really well for those 158. I mean, generally for those those games, and like you know, I think he's he reminds me a lot of AD, where he's like injured, but he's, when he's back, he gets he's really good. I think he has potential to be really. You you talk about that. I'm gonna pull up his stats because yeah. I'm pretty well, sure when he was his, playing, he was pretty good, but like. In terms yeah. of like a big factor, the Nuggets need him. Like, no, he's he's is he, great. Is he really gonna be that thing that they need to push them? I think I think if you've watched him, I think I don't remember if he was. I thought it was last season he played. Didn't he play last season? Yeah, he did play last season. Point being, when I saw him last season pick and roll with Jokic, um, it was amazing to watch. No one was able to stop them. So because like those who could ball handle and they're big. So you, what are you gonna do? Put a guard on them to keep up with them? No, because they're too too small, and a guard and most centers can't keep up with them unless it's like Giannis or Embiid. So they're really deadly. Stats don't, from what I've watched, like physically with an eye, stats don't show 
what the impact he brings mm-hmm. on the court. He, he does he's, bring a lot off the stat sheet for yeah, sure. A lot of off ball that you I've seen him like when I was watching him it was mainly off ball, like a lot of movement, a lot of cutting, a lot of mis- mismatching the defense off the ball. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that you don't see on the stat sheet. But again, he can still score when he needs to. A lot of games he did have like some p- games where he scored like 20, 25, but it's not it's not a thing where it's like Jokic where he can score twenty points easily per game. I think he's he more of like can't he's score definitely twenty points. Yeah, no, right he's now. he's shooting, averaging nine. So right, nine points. So when he's healthy, last season he shot forty four percent from three, which is pretty good on yep. six attempts. So that's very solid right there. But that's what I'm saying. His nine games this season, it's only nine games, very small sample size. He did not do very well. So you could chalk that up to his injury and yep. the problems that he was having. Uh, he definitely had a slow start, and then he got injured, so he hasn't really been able to play. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like him. About, I, I, no, I like Michael Porter Jr. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player, for sure. And he definitely causes a lot of problems for defenses, right? Yeah. He's a he's a, a good ball-handling forward, yeah. right? Uh, and off-ball, especially. But, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about what's going to happen when he comes in, when he comes back, if he has the experience to really be able to push this Nuggets team. But yeah. enough about that. One other quick thing before we get into the playoff picture is Kyrie played against the Hornets the other night, this past week, and his true shooting percentage was over 100%, which uh, the formula rare. for true shooting percentage is kind of strange, very rare. I don't know how many times that's happened ever, but the formula for true shooting true shooting percentage allows it to go over 100 um, given the proper circumstances, and obviously Kyrie filled those, so good on him. Um, and also he had a fantastic game against the Sixers locked yep. up Harden. Harden was three for seventeen. Maybe you shouldn't have left Brooklyn. Anyway, <laughs> um, so playoffs right now. We got the East. So we're gonna talk about the East yep. first because Our we're team. both in the East. Um, so right now we got Celtics at the fifth seed. We got Nets at the eighth seed. So right now Nets are looking at a playing spot right now. Yeah. It's gonna so be let's Raptor. talk about the play-in first before mm-hmm. we get in the big picture. So obviously. right now what we have. So there's 17 games left in the season. The East is a lot more wide open than the West. Um, right now, we got the sixth seed. The Cavs mm-hmm. are five, or what did I write down? Five games behind the Heat. So there's only a five game separation between the first seed and the sixth seed. Everyone else in between is somewhere in between uh, two and a half, three and a half games behind. So yeah. there's a lot of time left uh, for this Eastern Conference to really kind of change. Uh, only 17 games left, but when you own, when you're the sixth seed is only down five seeds away is only down five games. That leaves a lot of room for movement. So right now, playing tournament, we got Raptors versus Nets, and then we also got Hornets versus Hawks. So yeah. my problem with the Nets playing the Raptors in the play-in is depending on who gets home court advantage, Kyrie can't play, cannot play in Canada either. Yep. And Canada has their vaccine mandate as well. That, but also, you cannot discount the Raptors. They are an insanely mm-hmm. great team for what Absolutely. they are. Nick Nurse does everything with the players he's got. Fred Van Fleet, essentially a second option. Pascal, great. Scotty Barnes, we've been talking. I've been raving about him all season. If Fred's their second option, who's their first right now? Pascal. Siakam is, is their first option. Yes. I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they because sw- Pascal was out for a decent amount of time this season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Fred but I think. I think overall, I think. I think Raptors fans would agree with me that Pascal is your number one option. Well, maybe they should make Fred a number one option. That's all. I I'm mean, saying. maybe after the season he will be, but currently he is still. I think my thing with this matchup is that, yeah, like the Kyrie situation. But also, how are the? I guess how are the Raptors going to defend? Um, Kevin Durant because they obviously have Scotty Barnes. Fred they obviously Van, had Fred VanVleet's taking more shots this season. 
That's good. On average. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about defense, so let's talk about KD versus Pascal and Scotty because I think that's what the matchup mm-hmm. is going to be this playoff. Yeah, it's going to be this a playoffs. defensive matchup for sure. Yeah. Well, I think um, they have the ability, both teams have the ability to score um, efficiently against each other. It's just who's going to be able to lock down their star player first and keep it that way for the series. That's mm-hmm. what I see. Yeah, definitely. Matchup. If this even becomes a series, this might be, we're talking about the plan right now. So this is going to be one game. Or not so series, right, not, right. You know so what I mean. Yeah, 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 no. But it's, so it's not even like the coaches are going to have time to game plan too much you know they're not going to be able to see okay this is what they do so we're going to be able to game plan around that this is one game so yeah mm -hmm. no so this is like definitely it's gonna it's way more up in the air than people think because in a seven game series i got nets all day you know in a seven game series i got nets all day whether you want to call it in five six or seven i got nets in a seven game series but in a one game just one game tournament you know winner go home actually this wouldn't even be a winner go home because the nets are the eighth seed so they would get another chance if they lost this game. Yep. But point is that this is essentially winner go home, and then the Nets would be like, don't go home yet, but like, yeah. like you have one foot out the door kind of one thing. More, one more chance. Yeah, one, one, one more, one more chance to really get there. So I think the Raptors definitely have a shot. It's going to be a big defensive matchup, like you said. Um, whoever is able to lock down the star player, I don't think anyone's going to be able to lock down Kevin Durant. I think they're just going to kind of have to let him work. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I, you have think, high, I have high hopes on this. Raptors, you think okay, Scotty Scotty Barnes is a great defender. Scotty Barnes is also a rookie, and Kevin Durant is a multi-time scoring champion. True. So I do not see Scotty Barnes being able to lock down Kevin Durant. I just don't think it's possible. I don't think anyone can really lock down Kevin Durant. So it's definitely going to be a big defensive matchup. It's going to come down to Kyrie a lot. What they're going to be able to do against Kyrie, what Kyrie is going to be able to do against this defense, and the rest of the Nets bench. The Nets bench is doing some good things. When they get hot, they're hard to stop, but they got to get hot. Yeah. So definitely up in the air. Interesting, I think. Um, then Hornets versus Hawks. Frankly, I don't really give Hornets. I honestly I don't, I don't really opinion, care. Lamel will get his first shot uh, at, at playoff stardom, and he will be able to outshine Trey. Um, just because I think the overall the Hornets are way more well constructed, especially since the rise of PJ Washington and Miles um, Bridges, mm-hmm. and I think they'll be able to carry that team next to uh, Melo Ball and Gordon Hayward as, as senior leadership on that team. Uh, because the rap, I mean, if somehow the Hawks catch fire like they did last season, there's no stopping them because that yeah. team is constructed as just as well. But right now they're looking pretty scary in terms of. Like a scary in a bad way. Yeah. You know, they're not, it's a lot of the things that was working for them last season are not working now. I yep. think people have kind of, first off, Clint Capella is getting less minutes now. Which is not a good thing. Neko Kongwu is really good, but I don't. I think Capella is needed for the playoff kind of Absolutely. role. And he Capella is like a consistent playoff veteran. He's been there many, many times with different teams. Um, but I also kind of feel like some teams have figured him out a little bit. He can't stretch the floor, nope. which is a huge problem right now in the league. If he can't stretch the floor, um, and they surround him with some decent shooters. They got Gallinari, obviously Trey Young can shoot the three. Bogdan, um, Bogdanovich. Bog, Bogdan and um, Kevin Herter. So they yep. have the shooters around him, but for some reason, something's just not working for the Hawks this season. And I think a lot of it comes down to Capella. I think people have kind of figured out how to lock him down a little bit. Yep. Um, and it's just really not helping their def- their uh, offensive scheme. Defensively, no. I think they're still doing pretty well because I mean Capella is a great rim protector. But yeah. beyond that, I I don't think um, Okongwu is a very good defender from what I remember. 
I haven't really watched the Hawks too he's, much. He's okay. He, he, I think he he's he's still like a, technically I think a second year, mm-hmm. so he has more time to develop and, and yeah, pick up his his non intangibles, in the sense of you know looking at reads, reading defenses, mm-hmm. and being that leader on the five, being that anchor. So he does need some you know more experience to do that. Um, something that Clint Capella does have, Capella does have it compared to uh, Kung Wu. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean I think for me right now with this plan, I'm going to end this with this. I think. It's going to be Nets is the safest bet. But if I had to pick a under, uh, dark horse, I think the Raptors are going to go out there uh, as a dark horse out of the, out of the um, like, the, being the best team out of the play-in, you know, kind of thing. Not yeah. like they're win the whole play-in, but they're the best team in the play-in as a dark, my dark horse pick. Yeah, so. dark horse pick. No, definitely, I think, the, I think the Raptors have something going for them. Personally, I think if it's not, if the Nets aren't coming out, I think it's going to be the Hornets, personally. Oh, okay. But, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we already kind of talked about this, but in terms of big picture for the playoffs, the East is wide open. Yeah. Six seed is only five games behind number one, so we got a lot of room for movement with these seventeen games left. Yeah. I don't even know what the schedule looks like, but yeah. I know your Celtics are red hot right now. Yeah, the we are thirteen and two in the last fifteen games. We have a net rating of one with a fourth ranked offense and the first ranked defense in this past fifteen games. He's getting heated about it. No, because <laughs> this is the first time I'm excited about Celtics basketball. Like I've been watching and struggling to watch them sometimes because I'm like, is it going to be the same old show of like, we may or may not win. There's no like, nothing fun to watch anymore. But now with the new ads of Derek White and, you know, trading away the locker room problems of Dennis Schroeder, I think we could easily play against any team in the playoff. I'm hyped to see how they do. Jason Tatum's like budding to be an amazing all-star. Yeah, he's on a tear. Almost superstar caliber. If he can prove it this playoff, he can be superstar caliber. Um, but we will see. I think the Celtics have a great opportunity to step it up. Uh, with everybody else, I mean, it's pretty basic because Miami's going to be great as it is because they have a great coach and a great roster built around them. Milwaukee, we all know what they can do. They can easily win another another fi- uh, championship if they want to. Philly with Harden, another great team. Pick a, like Those two alone are like... People are comparing them to Shaq and Kobe, but even though Shaq says like not even close, it's Shaq says like close. F. Shaq says like F. No, it's, this is ain't, ain't it's, it. It's but not, it's not close because no. Shaq and Kobe they won th- their three championships. Yeah, but they're 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 and, drawing a comparison, but, not like in terms of winning, but the play style they play. Not even just the play style, okay? But Harden has consistently disappeared in big yes. moments his entire career, and last night on Thursday he disappeared again. He was three for seventeen. Yep. So. When it comes time for the playoffs, also I would know this better, better, better than better than you because he was on the Nets. Yeah, he has disappeared. He was injured during that playoff series, but he just disappears and yeah. he's kind of a non-factor. And you know, I mean, Chuck said it really good last night. He said, "When you're a star player in the playoffs, and it comes down to these big moments, you don't have to play the best basketball of your life, but you can't play bad." And James Harden last night was bad, so. Um, East still wide open, but I'm having some doubts about the Sixers now. I've really had them as a front runner in the East, but I'm having a lot of doubts now. Uh, Honestly, so I think one thing I would love to see is uh, this is my little fandom going. But can this be the last comment for moving on in the West? No. Do you have something else to say? No, I'm kidding you. Okay, my last thing is I want to see the Celtics and and Bulls again. In the in the yeah. finals, that would be a great like his like I guess a historical like thing I guess nostalgia for me to see the Bulls and Celtics go at each other again. You know, back in like in the olden days with you know Larry Bird and, and Michael Jordan, this could be fun seeing you know Demar Derozan, the dark horse MVP candidate, mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum, the budding almost budding superstar, going at each other. Mm-hmm. I got to watch that game live uh, with Lonzo injured. 
um, in person, like I think in January. It was a fun game to watch, and I really want to see this in the playoffs. So yeah. that's my last thing with the East. Um, otherwise, you can bet on any of these teams, I'll be honest. I don't think there's any, any, any team that stands out to me uh, personally. So Yeah, no, the East is definitely looking good right now. Hold on, I got to pull up right now because the Bulls, the Bulls are having a really good regular season. Yes. But I did see something where last time I checked, they were, um, like, they had a significant losing record against teams 500 and above. So they beat bad teams, but they are not able to get the win against these good teams. Yeah. So I have You're to welcome play. to look for that while I talk about the West. Please. So the West, uh, in the play-in currently, we have the Wolves versus Clippers and Lakers versus Pelicans. It's surprising to see the Lakers okay. in the play-in. Hold on before you continue. Okay. Sorry. So the Bulls are 12-19. and 19 against 500 and above. So they have a losing record against 500 and above. They're 28 and 7, 500 and below. So obviously they beat the bad teams, but when it comes to the good teams, the Bulls just can't get it done. I think I'm surprised that the Celtics have a better record against over 500 teams than the Bulls. I would think the Bulls have a better a better record than us cuz we're well, 17 and 14 the, yeah, above well, even 15 the Celtics above. have a better record 500 and above than the Sixers and against uh, the Bucks as well. So you look at this and you kind of think, okay, well, the Bulls are really good and they have a lot of good pieces around them. DeMar DeRozan is great. Okay, they're without a pretty significant defensive piece in Alex Caruso. He plays really solid defense for them. Um, Zach they're Levine, basically their two point guards are out. Are out yeah, so, exactly. I couldn't say, but you know, are out. So, um, I don't know. This Bulls team is kind of scaring me when it comes to the big moment. They're definitely fun to watch, but when it comes down to a playoff series, I really don't know if they can come out. Anyway, well, yeah, well, we again, it's it's a we wait and see about what how Lonzo's um, return affects this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have this. This could this could completely set the the core of the ship back on course with the with the Bulls. We don't know mm-hmm. with his impact. Um, and hopefully, his injury isn't too bad coming back. But I think it was like a, a knee injury. I am not one hundred percent sure. I don't know what he has either. You scroll up, scroll up. So he's played. Right, scroll down. You you were too fast. Right there. Yeah, knee injury. Oh, yeah. So yeah, knee injury. Uh, we will see how his impact uh, went off injury. So speaking with the, uh, let's go back to the West. Uh, Wolves versus Clippers. Lakers versus Pelicans. Uh, death line. Apparently, everyone's been raving about this death line with the Wolves. They could easily get out of the playoff uh, playing tournament and be a playoff team. I don't know if they're going to go any any farther. Pelicans. Are a sneakily scary good team um, since the CJ trade. I think honestly that CJ trade wasn't that bad after watching the Pelicans. For the um, Pelicans, it was good, but yeah. right now if you, I mean they're not terrible, but like yeah. having, I don't know. I think saying that, I don't even think person. Okay, so the Lakers kind of stink this season, right? We're, no I'm, not, I'm betting the Lakers are going to knocked out in the I playoff. Did, to be honest, I did the whole too much thing chemistry problems. last week. I did yeah. a whole thing about them last week, but personally, I think when it comes down to a play-in race, I see LeBron taking over, dropping fifty, and beating the Pelicans at least. I, I can see him dropping I, fifty and losing to the Pelicans. To be I don't. Honest. See, I don't see the Lakers losing to the Pelicans. I've been watching as I've been bad watching. as the Lakers are. I do not see the Pelicans beating them. I've been watching this Pelican team. I actually have hope that this Pelican team can actually upset the Lakers. I think the Lakers are still favored. Um, I guess it's me betting against LeBron, as I always do. So, like, you know. Again, I've been watching this. Apparently, they've been running this new lineup with Jackson Hayes and Valanciunas. And since they're like Jackson Hayes is very mobile, he's able mm-hmm. to get a lot of lobs, switch it very easily with the guards on the, on the perimeter. It's been really fun to watch this team, and I think they could they could match up really well, especially if eighty is eighty yeah eighty's back. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think you should count them out. No, but 
Oh, excuse me. I don't know, man. I'm I'm nervous about the Pelicans. They got <laughs> they got a lot they got a lot of problems. Anyways, yeah. so past the West playing tournament, I don't want to go too much into that. So in terms of big picture right now, it is so the Suns already clinched their playoff spot. Yep. Seventeen games left in the season, they already clinched their playoff spot. I I think this is a set in stone three teams right now: yeah. Grizzlies, Suns, and Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I don't think any of these other teams really have. I mean, yeah, really don't have anything that would scream to me like they could. Take down this team. Let's take down these three teams in a seven-game series. Yeah, these so. these teams are pretty scary right now. The Warriors without Draymond now, so their defense yeah. is really taking a taking a hit here. But right now, the Suns are just running away with everything. I mean, they are blowing teams out left and right. They only have thirteen losses on the season, and the next two seeds, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, who have the same record, are eight and a half games behind the Suns. There's an eight yeah. and a half. That is a bigger gap than between the first seed and the sixth seed in the East. That's a bigger nobody, gap. This nobody is the bigger gap the than, than uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith's uh, eyebrow to his hairline. So yeah. that is straight up. It's bigger than that. Um, but I, the only thing I'm going to say about C- <laughs> I call, can't call him out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. Anyway, um, the only thing I notice about this is that so Memphis will actually, if they stay in the two seed, they will dodge the Suns, and then Golden State will have to play the Suns in the semifinals. So, with that being said, if this stays the same, who's winning? Let's move. Let's end with this. Who's winning, Suns or Golden State? If they have to play each other, obviously because of seeding. I got Suns still. They're all, even without Chris Paul. Their offensive system just works too well. They We've been well me and James have been arguing this all season. I'm going Warriors. I gotta stick with my guys. I, and Clay Thompson's been playing way better than I ever predicted coming off an injury. So I will. I'm going to stick to my team, regardless if they lose the Warriors. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, me. before we get into our next segment, which is a little bit fun, yeah. um, I just want to Absolutely. say real quick. Fix we, the mic. Yeah, there we go. That. Okay. So, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Hit the like button. Do all that fun stuff because it really helps with us. Download the podcast. Share it with your friends. Okay, share Share it with your parents, your grandma, your grandma, your grandpa, (laughs) anybody that you think, whether or not they know basketball or not. Okay, this is a great place to learn about basketball. It's just a bunch of bumbling morons like us talking about (laughs) basketball. So we give it, we break it down at a very simple level. We don't go super advanced. We're not not complicated men by any means. So please, five star review, super helpful. Leave us a, a worded review, you know, type something out, just. A little comment here and there. That's actually really helpful in terms of the algorithm. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that before we get into our next segment, which is the best nicknames in NBA history. Yeah, I'll be honest. When I came into the seeing this segment, because he actually was the one who came up with this, uh, I didn't really have anything about this. Voice crack. <laughs> but I didn't really have anything about this. I mean, I, honestly, I couldn't list off too many nicknames at the start. But once I start researching, I'm like, oh, I actually know these nicknames. I just didn't know they were this this guy or, you know, kind of forgotten. Like, for example, I'm going to list one off right now that I kind of forgot. Uh, was Jesus Shuttlesworth uh, was actually Ray Allen's yeah. um, nickname. And I actually preferred his nick- that nickname over the other one that they had first. It, I guess was, I forgot the other one. But point being, I prefer that nickname. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to read off some of these. Um, and we're going to just, I guess we'll just decide which one's the best one. At yeah. The end. So the, a lot of great nicknames, mm-hmm. uh, in the NBA, right? You got the big ticket, I think is a fantastic one. Yes. Kevin Garnett, uh, really just embodies like kind of everything about him. Yes, Huge monstering man. Right. Then you got the baby faced assassin. 
One of my favorites of all time. IT, so that's great. Um, I think they actually call Steph Curry the babyface assassin as well, but obviously... We all know the original. The OG is Isaiah Thomas on the Pistons. Oh, there you go. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray is his name that everyone called him by. Sugar Ray. But Jesus Shuttlesworth, I think, is better. I don't even think, like... Do you even want to be known by Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray is like a mediocre band. I don't know if that's. But also, you're conquering Sugar Ray Leonard, the box, the famous boxer. So I was thinking of the band, but um, Mm. either way, either way. So Babyface Assassin, I think that's a really good one because like it compared to the rest of, especially his teammates. he was a very small guy. Small guy, and his face, his face looked like a babyface. That's why absolutely, yeah, definitely embodied his his nickname. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a great one. Slim, Slim Reaper. I really like Slim Reaper because I'm a big Kevin Durant fan. Yeah, like and Durant. Chef Curry, of course, is my, Chef, one of my favorite. Chef Curry is a great one because he's always cooking. Yes, sir. Um, and then you also got your classics. Air Jordan. Yes, that's sir. That's a, a fantastic one. Um, they, Michael Jordan has too many nicknames. Yes. I think, but... Um, Air Jordan has got to be one of his one of his greatest. I yes. think. Um, I mean, shit, he's even got a shoe. Oh, sorry, he's even got a shoe named after him. Yeah. Um, I okay. So this classic is really, other um, classic like Black yeah. Mamba. He, mm-hmm. Obviously, we all know that the truth. Paul Pierce. The truth. That's a great one. Yes, I think. Sir. Okay, and the answer for Allen yes. Iverson. That that is. He is that the is answer. Prime the answer. nickname quality right there. Um, before we go on any further, though, I just want to mention that there was a guy in the NBA named Eric Money. That is not a nickname. That's a real name. That is a real name. And I think Eric Money, that is the coolest name you could have. Your last name is Money? Yeah. Dude, that is dope. And it's like spelled like actually. Exactly money, the way, you know? same way. So, huh. I, I don't know. I think that nicknames aside, like all these nicknames are great, but <laughs> Eric Money is one of my favorite names in the entire history of the NBA. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, oh, actually, do you want to go into the nickname? I would. Oh, apparently okay. he so, wrote down this so name. So I found. So I, I was looking uh, at um, Basketball Reference, and I found this one, and it makes sense. Now I, Makoto was like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "I'm gonna make you figure it out while we're recording." So the Nick Killer. Who do you think is the Nick Killer? And I've had time to ponder on this the whole podcast. I think it's Kevin Knox. You think it's Kevin Knox? I think he's the one who killed the Knicks because he's just like he's so crap. That, yeah. Like he he kind of destroyed the franchise, that's like wasting a, that first round pick. Yeah, that's a terrible guess. No, Please well, g- give me another. <laughs> Please give I mean, me another. I mean, that's like my first thought. I was give like, me, who who like who like further like, go further emotionally back. destroyed the go, Knicks. Go further back. I mean, obviously, it's probably someone probably like well, I don't know, like Bill Russell or something. Probably it was like a Celt- a big Celtics guy. Like obviously, you got to look at the rivalry with the Knicks and the Celtics. So I'm looking at, or yeah, or you can look at the Nets. It probably is a Nets guy or, or a Celtics guy. That's what I think because the two it has to be a rival of the Knicks, right? So that's so what, I'm that's s- my thinking, okay, my thought so process. I'm surprised that you didn't say Trey Young. I'm surprised that that didn't come to your head because he did. Oh, this, oh, this is a recent thing. No, it's not. So I'm surprised that you didn't say Trey Young. But I, I, I just know him as the villain. According to so. Basketball Reference, the Nick Killer is Reggie Miller. Huh. Interesting. Do you not? I don't. I don't. I mean, come on! That was oh, that was the choke. That was that was yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. That was he against did, the Knicks. He did oh. it to Spike Lee. Yeah. Oh, that was against the Knicks. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh. that makes sense. 
See, that clearly uh, shows I did not watch many uh, Reggie Miller games. Well, I mean, not even not even me either. I haven't watched much of I Reggie Miller, but I mean, damn. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like the most famous thing. He literally does this. I, 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 think, the most, I, think, I think the most famous thing is the answer. Oh, not an, the answer. Uh, wait, the answer is Allen Iverson, right? Yeah. Yeah. The answer with stepping over Ty Lue, I think, is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. That was, that was over the, oh, heinous. Re, that was Reggie heinous. Miller was pretty disrespectful to Spike Lee, but that was the most no, heinous I mean, thing I've ever seen on a basketball that court. That was Disgusting. And also the Shaq dunk. Um, oh, yeah, he Mike dunked Dunleavy. and my Dunley and just pushed him off. I'm like, that's over. Dude, that, I mean, that was just terrible. And, okay, uh, so. I think my, I have a few more I want to list off. Yeah. Hick from French Lick. That mm-hmm. is the great Larry Bird. Of course. Um, from, from French Lick, from, from Indiana. Indiana. From French Lick, Indiana. Mm-hmm. We have Hoya Destroya. Patrick Ewing, yeah. Georgetown legend. We are actually in the D.C. area, near the D.C. area. So Fair. Hoya Destroya, I had to include it. Houdini from the uh, Houdini of the Hardwood, Bob Cousy. I actually watched a lot of highlights from Bob Cousy, and I love his play style. Mm-hmm. That definitely describes and embodies Dude, he's, his play style. I mean, he moved like a wizard, like yeah, a magician. Exactly. Um, he's got the all-time record for assists in a game with 30, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. And Dr. J, Julius Irvin, right? That's correct. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Julius Irvin. But overall, with all these, I think my favorite... <sighs> I want to I want to pick Hick from the Hick from French Lake, but I I gotta go with what I said earlier. Jesus Shuttlesworth, I gotta Jesus go. Jesus Shuttlesworth, gotta go Rayon. He won me a championship when yeah. I got to watch him as That's as true. a kid. So I gotta I so gotta. There's a little bit of there's a lot of nicknames that we left out here. Um, yes. Also for the five people, Hoodie Mellow. <laughs> Hoodie Mellow is on here. That's not even like not Lamelo Ball as much. Of course not. Uh, that's not even so much of a nickname as it is like a form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like his evolution, like a Pokemon. Um, so for the five people that may or may not watch this, um, comment what your favorite NBA nickname is and, um, we'll tell you why you're wrong. Um, (laughs) so my personal favorite, and I think this is the best nickname of all time. Okay. And I think it's the answer. I think it's Allen Iverson. Damn. I mean, that's just so good. Like, what do you, like when you're, when the other team goes on a 12 run, what do you need? You need an answer. You need an answer. And you put Allen Iverson, not to mention... Even though he never won any he championships. Won, he did never <laughs> win a championship, but we don't have to talk about that part. I'm not even... I mean, I don't even like the Sixers. Oh, but, my God. Yeah, but, I mean, he was most famous for being on the Sixers. He also played... Um, had some good years on Denver as well. But I, I think he's most famous for his time with the Sixers. Yep. And... I mean, when the other team goes on a 12-0 run, what do you need? You need an answer. And yeah. then you put Allen Iverson in. And he gives you an answer. I think that's just... Peak nomenclature right there. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I can't disagree with that, but I still yeah. I have a lot of emotional value of why I picked Ray Allen. But yeah. also uh, honorable mention to Carl Malone yes. as the mailman. Yeah, would- <laughs> so, solely because yes. um, the reason why they call him the mailman because he always delivers. Yes, I think yes, that's, yes, that, yes. I think that's awesome. Honorable mention, um, except for on Sundays because you don't you know us Jack, like chick-fil-a you are closed on sundays exactly and also um yeah i mean no mail on sunday exactly. that's your flow rider so <laughs> um <laughs> i think that pretty much does it for us um yeah, thanks I, for tuning in uh let us know what your favorite nickname is let us know what you think about the playoff picture right now oh, i think yeah. the east is really wide open the west i think is pretty set in stone but let us know what you think is going to go on in the east uh leave us a five-star review check yes, us sir. out at sportsbitspod.wordpress.com yes, sir. the website there you go. check us out at sportsbitspod on twitter instagram five star review I already said that give yep. us a like <laughs> give us a subscribe all that good stuff thank yep. you for tuning in and, and that's we it will for this see week. y'all next week peace, peace.